Hola, mi gente. This is Yahida Rice, and you are tuned in to Keep the Towel with Aunt Boogie. Yeah. Easy world, peace world. It's your man, Aunt Boogie. Don't worry about the name. Get used to the voice. And ladies and gentlemen, it's a new second, it's a new minute, it's a new hour, it's a new day, it's a new week, it's a new month, it's a new year. We are here for another fight. Not just another round, but a whole different fight in a whole different year. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome to another episode of Keeping the Towels. Yes, folks, as I said, new fights, new rounds, new gear, but same dude, same voice in your eardrums. And ladies and gentlemen, thanks a lot. This is your man, and I'm rocking with you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for moving with me for another time, another year, and another moment that we are in. As I always say, man, live in the moment, man. Live in the moment because there's so many great things that passes by because we don't stay in the moment. We get too caught up in what if and what if and how come and this ain't going to last Yo, just chill, relax You have no clue what's gonna happen And I've learned for times in my life When I'm able to just stay in the moment Yeah, you just let You let God handle the rest You let God handle the rest And things will fall into where they may be Let's get into this Hopefully you got on some new boxing shoes Hopefully you got on some new trunks Got your new headpiece on You got your new mouthpiece in your mouth New hand wraps, new gloves Hopefully you can smell the leather in that one because, yeah, you are going to need it in this year. And this year is going to be different and it's going to be challenging for a lot of people. I don't know why, but I just look at a lot of things and it will definitely be that. This 2024 will be that of us. That knock on the door. That is for you to come out of your dressing room. Make your way to the ring because in this new fight, the crowd is still the same. They still need to see you, champ. Yeah. As you make your way to the ring, champ, I need you to get in your mind why you are still in this fight. It wasn't easy last year. It ain't going to be easy this year. But you're here to fight. You're here to fight. Alright, so this is what I need you to do is to make sure you get in your last set of instructions. And I need you to look across from the ring. And that is the one opponent that will never, ever, ever get away. No matter what month we're in, what year we're in, that opponent is always going to be there. And that opponent is called life. And that opponent is also yourself. You got a two-headed monster you're going to be dealing with on this one. And y'all, let's go ahead and touch gloves with life because it is official. Your round has started. Let's get it. New year is here. A lot of us can look at last year as different things. We can look at last year as the year of flight. Some of y'all took off. Some of y'all started a new business for the very first time. You got an LLC. You got a S Corp. You got a Corp. All these different titles and everything. Congratulations. I'm sure that wasn't easy. Some of you ventured out into doing that. 
And you were kind of cautious of doing it because, man, if I do this, this is no turning back. And rightfully so. There may be no turning back, but for some, it is. Also, a lot of you branched off and you decided to finally move into a whole different state. Some of you did the biggest thing. You moved into a whole different country. Congrats. Now, you didn't even move into a different area code. You moved to a different country code. Some of you went back to school in a long time. Congrats also to you. Some of you got your brand new home. First time homeowner. Some of you got your loans forgiven. Thank you, Uncle Joe. Others of you took care of it by yourself without the help of government, daddy government. Congratulations. Ladies and gentlemen, there's some of you who didn't. There's some of you who didn't take flight. Some of you are on the tarmac. You've been circling on the tarmac for a minute and you've been sitting waiting to know when am I going to take flight? I've been in this same job for so long. As you saw this take flight where they moved from one job and moved into a different one. They got a brand new salary, which is much bigger than the one they had before. And you saw it on Facebook. You saw it on the gram. You saw it on everything that they got that you following them on. You're like, yo, congrats. You showing love to them. Congratulations. Some wrote a new book for the first time. Congratulations, author. You're officially an author. And some conquered their fears in different ways. But again, the few that who are still on the tarmac. Well, not even a few. A lot of you are on the tarmac. And you're wondering, man, when am I going to take off? When am I going to take off and I can leave from this neighborhood and move into a brand new neighborhood? When am I going to be able to take off and... I can finally call someone the love of my life. When will I take off and I can officially change my last name or I can finally put a ring on somebody's finger? When am I going to take off? When am I going to take off when I can see? I promise you, almost all of you are in this category. When am I going to take off when I can see some extra digits on my paycheck? They gave me a raise. When am I going to take off? When am I going to take off? Finally, I'm going to be recognized for the work that I've been doing all these years. When am I going to take off that I can finally travel places that I never, ever got a chance to ever travel to? I haven't traveled in so long because all I've been doing is juggling bills and taking care of bills, taking care of kids, taking care of snot nose and taking care of fevers and all this stuff. When am I going to take off for myself? When is my business going to take off? My small business that I started. And I'm watching other people blow up. Now, if some of you say your takeoff is you're wondering when you're going to get more followers. Let me help you out. You're in the wrong space. This ain't the space for that. Some of you are going to wonder, when am I going to take off into a space of peace? When am I going to take off into a place that finally I deserve. That I've been praying for for so long. I've been on my knees, fasting and all this stuff. Read all sorts of scriptures. Went to all sorts of New Year's Eve service or watch night services and revivals and all this stuff and mosque and temple and all that. But when am I going to finally take off? I watched all these motivational videos and everything. When am I going to take off? I heard you enough, Aunt. I heard enough of your episodes. When am I going to take off? That's a great question. Because, folks... 
if I could be honest with you, I've asked that question for myself. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you like, oh, yeah, Ant was always winning. Ant was always on the horizon. Nah, <laughs> no. There were times I took off and there were times I didn't. But then there's some of you who are in the air. I need you to picture something with me. You're going to a destination. You just point that out in your brain right now. It can be Cabo. It can be Turk and Caicos. Ooh, Bahamas. Ooh, Puerto Rico, Europe, Africa, Australia, Thailand, Philippines, Bali, Tahiti, Hawaii. Wherever it is that you see for yourself, you're on this flight. And imagine however long is your flight. Let's say your flight, I think on the average flight is about two hours, two and a half hours, right? Max. So you get on this flight and you're about two hours in the air. And then you get over the air. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain. We are about 20 minutes away from descent. We need everyone to please have your seatbacks and trays in the upright position. And please, that's your signal. We're about to descend. Thank you. So, of course, some of you got the aisle seat. Like, I love the aisle seat. You get up. You just want to do one last stretch. Like, thank God. I'm about to finally going to land. Cool. And as you are flying, going through the air and everything, you're already thinking, man, when I land in Cabo, when I land in Turk and Caicos, when I land in the Caribbean, when I land in Europe, when I land in Tahiti, when I land in Hawaii, when I land in Thailand, wherever I land, man, I can't wait. I can't wait to have the sun on my face, depending on the time you land. But let's say you're going to land in the daytime. But I can't wait. Oh, I can't wait to get to my hotel, see what the hotel looks like. If you got a beach resort, oh, I can't wait to see what the beach looks like. Feel the water and everything. Woo! Let's go. You got some of your people with you, your good friends, right? If you got the girl trip, you got your girl trip. If it's a homeboy's trip, you got your boys with you. Y'all can't wait. And so, you there, you got yourself together, but you still just looking at your little movie that you're still watching, your in-flight movie, your in-flight entertainment. Cool, no problem. However, there's something going on that you don't know about. You and I never know about. And that is the people in the cockpit. That's the pilot, co-pilot, Sometimes it depends on the size of the plane. You may have two or three co-pilots. I've been on those type of planes before. Here it is. They're saying they told you. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to descend in 20 minutes at our destination. We're now descending to 30,000 feet, 25,000 feet. Near the cabin for landing. Excited. But again, in that cockpit, there's communications going on. This is why they tell y'all, please... Put your phone in airplane mode because when your phone is pinging, which I could not believe I learned, when your phone is pinging, they're going to have a hard time to take off. They're going to have a hard time to land because there's interference. Your phone now interrupts their communication. So just imagine you have one satellite on one end and a satellite at B. And then here it is, your phone, because you can't wait to see what somebody posted on Instagram. You now interfere with that communication. Me personally, when I go on a flight, I take my phone off the minute I sit down. The minute I sit down, my phone is off. I don't have to look at my phone for anything. I'm not missing anything. I mean, 
I'll get it when I land. So my phone is immediately off. And I've had people who've been in the air and text. I'm like, how are you texting me from the air? Like, ugh. But anyway, in that cockpit, there's constant communication between pilot, co-pilot or co-pilots, and air traffic control. And while they're in the air, there's a problem. Air traffic control, we're about to land in about 15 minutes. Air traffic control says to them, No. Circle for me, huh? Got a circle for me. Is there a reason? Yes, pilot of flight 321. Flight 321, you cannot land because we have a backup here on the tarmac. So how long do you think that's going to clear up your traffic? Well, 321, it's going to be a little while. So they're going to let you know. You have about three flights that have to take off. Okay. So you want us to do what? Just circle for me. Okay. So now while they're circling, remember they have the co-pilot or co-pilots in there, depending on the size of the plane, once again. So that co-pilot is very, very important. Why? Because on a long flight, the pilot get a chance to get a little Z's, maybe. The co-pilot takes over. Also, sometimes the co-pilot may not fly. The co-pilot has to make sure that they have the same type of acuity as the pilot. The pilot can pass out. The co-pilot got to be able to take over. The co-pilot is looking at things. The co-pilot is looking at altitude. The co-pilot is looking at wheel pressure, air pressure, and all that stuff. The co-pilot is also responsible for it. And I'm just giving you just a briefing of what the co-pilot is responsible for. The co-pilot is responsible for a lot of things I can't get into because I'm not in aviation like that. All these buttons and knobs and turns and flicks and switches, you and I look at it like, holy crap, what is all this for? But to them... They know what all those buttons and knobs and flicks and switches are for. ATC tells flight 321 that you're on circle. So now they give the first plane on the tarmac, you're clear for takeoff. You're still circling. Now they have to wait for that first plane to take off and clear. Until it get about, what, five minutes of clarity or so. Then... Plane number two, you are clear for takeoff. Same thing. Now, mind you, while you are on flight 321, remember the descent. They let you know. Folks, we are about to descend 20,000 feet. 15,000 feet. Prepare the cabin for landing. No. Guess what? They now got to elevate back up to 25,000 feet. 30,000 feet. And you know when that plane or you're on the plane, you feel that that serious shift to your right or shift to your left? Yeah, they're circling. So now you look at the map on your screen and you see like, wait, they said we were supposed to land 20 minutes. You're supposed to be there. The flight info says we land at 2 p.m. It is now 2.15. Then they finally tell the third flight. Aircraft number three, you are clear for takeoff. All right. Hold on. Got a problem. What's going on? Flight number three. What's going on? We can't move. Our gears are not moving. What you mean your gears are not moving? Our gears are not moving. ATC, are we ready to land? No. Flight 321, you are not clear to land. You still have to circle. Now, you on the aircraft, you still see 215, 230, 240. You're still on the flight. Mind you, you're supposed to land about... 30 minutes ago, you're still on in the air. You're not even on the ground yet. You're still in the air. But again, you don't know that. Why? Because you are 20, 
5,000 feet in the air. So you don't know what's going down on the ground. You just see the plane tilting hard to the left, tilting hard to the right. And so, ladies and gentlemen, what's happening there? The plane is in a hole pattern. It's in a hole pattern. When air traffic control tells a flight to circle, they're putting that plane in a hole pattern. There's a reason. There's several reasons why. I gave you one scenario where a flight where a flight that's supposed to take off can't move because of some gear problems. It happens because there's mechanical failures on anything that requires gears and wheels and an engine to move. It happens. Your car is like that. Or there could be another thing. When the plane lands, they're supposed to land at a certain port or a certain gate. They can't taxi at that gate because there's another aircraft that's blocking them. Or it's still there. There's a reason why the aircraft is still there and blocking them because they haven't got everybody on or somebody passed out on that plane. And they got to wait for EMS to arrive to get them off that plane and then make sure everybody's safe and then do another head count and then clear the flight for takeoff. A lot of stuff is going on here. So what's happening while you're in a whole pattern? You are now pissed. Again, you're looking at your screen. This flight was supposed to land at 2.15. It was 2.15. It was 2.25. It was 2.30. It was 2.45. Now it's 3 o'clock. So you've been in the air for 45 minutes over your landing time. So then now... Ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain. We are regret to let you know that we have to be in the air for a little while from your traffic command. And we are going to be here for a little while. We have to circle while they clear the tarmac for us. Please thank you for your patience and uh, thank you for your patience. So we'll see you landing shortly. So uh, just uh, keep your. Uh... <laughs> so yeah, so then what do you do when you hear that? You gotta be kidding me. No, what? So, of course, now you're irritated, you're angry because you was on this flight for about two hours. Now, it has now turned into two hours and 45 minutes. You're in the air. And again, what is irritating to you is saving your life. The whole pattern. Air traffic already told the flight, you cannot land because if you land... This is going to cause a problem. Do you know how much a plane when it lands? Do you know the airspeed and, and the wind gush is coming? The gear force winds that's that's all coming against it? There's so much gravity that's happening here. So many things is happening. When the plane lands, there's gear force winds coming against it and also forcing it. There's so many things that you and I don't know about. Because we're on a plane. So... You're able to get flight number three finally off the ground. Kind of. So they get word, hey, look, flight number three is getting ready to set. But they have to make sure, hey, flight 321, how you looking? We're about fine. So the pilot just can't say, oh, yeah, we good. He has, he or she has to check in with their co-pilots. Are we okay? Are we good? How's our gears? How's our wings? How's that looking? And they're dependent on these people because they have to work as a team. So finally, they say, flight number three, you are officially cleared to take off. Flight number three takes off. Then, uh, folks, we are about to descend finally. We have gotten clear from the ATC. 
to hear that but in your head you're already thinking man i cannot wait to get off this ground because i'm gonna write one hell of a review and a complaint to these people you're gonna write this you already got it written in your head some of y'all already got text in your phone you ready to go because yeah let me write this email i'm gonna write an email i'm gonna write a letter somebody's gonna feel my anger I'm supposed to see Nana pretty soon. I'm supposed to see Papa pretty soon. I'm supposed to see my sister. You're going to still see them, but you're irritated because now your whole meeting time is delayed. Been circling for that long. Then you finally land and you taxi at the gate. Now, when people get off, get up and everything, they don't even wait for the seatbelt sign to get off. They already getting up. I ain't going to lie. I'm one of those people, but now nah, I really, I really just sit because this is where the show begins, to be honest with you. When people got to get up, oh, yeah, they when they've been in that ear for a little while, they get kind of irritated, and they do some pretty messed up rude things to each other. So anyway, so finally you taxi at the gate. The flight attendant opens the door. Now you're letting out. And here it is while you're hearing people say, I'm totally disappointed. You're making me late for my next flight. Oh boy, that part there. If you have a connecting flight, whoo, boy, this is about to get really rough. That really, really would tick off somebody. You made me miss my flight. Thank you very much. You made me miss my next flight to go home. You made me miss my next flight to go here. I'm telling you folks, if you ever missed a connecting flight, boy, that is not fun. I can tell you from experience, it is not fun. Fun. So you get off the flight finally. You're irritated. You're mad. You're just looking for your bags. You just need your bags so you can just move on. So you land finally, get your bags, and you're ticked off. But here's the thing you still reach to your hotel and you still reach home if you didn't have a connecting flight, but you still reach home. Later than you thought it, you would have. Much, much later than you thought you should have or you would have. But you finally reach home Ladies and gentlemen Why am I telling you this Because that's many of you right now You have taken flight But You have been circling for too long God has got you In a holding pattern Life got you in a holding pattern And I was supposed to graduate Three years ago And I was supposed to graduate school Ten years ago But life had you in a holding pattern I've had you in a holding pattern. Sometimes you put yourself in a holding pattern, particularly for my people in college. You know when you're doing five or six years in school? Yeah. And this failed. You have to redo this. You have remedials and all this stuff. Yeah. You may have put yourself in a holding pattern. You may have put yourself there. You got to be honest with yourself. You put yourself there. You're at your job that you should have left a long time ago. You're in a holding pattern. You were supposed to retire from that job a long time ago, but you're in a holding pattern. You're in a relationship, friendship or ephemeral relationship. It doesn't matter, but you are in that relationship for so long. It's not serving you any purpose anymore. You got people that you grew up with and you just all hype and you still on 
the memory that, oh man, I've known them since junior high. I've known them since we was in kindergarten. I've known them since we was in high school. Great. However, the relationship no longer serves its purpose anymore. One of y'all grew up. One of y'all matured. Or both of y'all matured, but y'all just going in separate directions. This person's looking to sell down with family. You're not. You're looking to just travel the world, enjoy life. You settle down with family and everything. This person's still playing around. Don't want to take life seriously. They still trying to be the next social media star. They're still being a gamer and all that stuff. It's like, come on, man. You can't sit and play video games all day, every day. You can't play this game for six hours a day now. Sweetheart, you can't sit there and every single time, every everywhere you go, you're trying to turn it into a movie. That's not cool anymore. And you ain't even getting followers like that. So that's supposed to tell you something. An ephemeral relationship. Same thing. Hey, this person, you thought they were like the, the best thing since sliced bread and cheese and, and peanut butter combined. I know that sounds nasty, but yeah, you get where I'm coming from. But yeah, you thought that they were the best thing. But then y'all start growing apart. The conversation ain't happening no more. Y'all ain't rocking. Y'all ain't vibing no more like you used to. Oh, she doesn't really talk to me like that. Oh, my gosh. She doesn't even put his arm around me anymore. When he walks, he's walking like five steps ahead of me, five, six steps ahead of me. Uh, when she walks, she's walking five, six steps ahead of me. Or he's walking five, six steps behind me. Or she don't even hold my hand. when We don't even hold hands when we walk. Or the most awkward thing. So, is this your... Your man, your girl uh, Yeah, you can say that Y'all been together for so long You're wondering Why is it that she has rebuffed my proposal twice You're wondering Why hasn't he proposed to me yet And we've been together for six years Ten years My question to you Why are you still there? Six years, ten years, and they still haven't put a ring on your finger? It's time to go. Homeboy, she rebuffed your proposal twice? You better than me. The minute she rebuffed my proposal once, that's a wrap. But you still went for twice? You good. You way better than Ant, I promise you. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. You're in your job. You got job relationships. You ain't gelling with your, your supervisor no more. You're not gelling with the coworkers no more. You don't even sit with them when they're in the break room or wherever and they're just gossiping. You like, I'm not even on that level no more. I ain't even with that no more. What happened to you? What you think you better than us? No, I don't think I'm better than you. I'm just I'm just not with that no more. But we still talking about the same things. We still talking about policies and this and that. And what you hate about the job, you're not leaving. You know how long you say you was leaving? You said you was leaving five, six years ago. You still haven't even made a move. You still here. You still here. And you hoping to get a supervisor position. However, you saying you really want to leave. This doesn't make any sense. Make it make sense. So, yeah. You're in a holding position. You're in a holding position in the, the house you're in. The neighborhood you're in. Oh, man, I want to leave. I want to leave. I want to leave. All right. So what are you doing to get out? What are you doing to leave? Are you looking to leave? Well, and you got to understand, man, the way how the economy is and everything. I get all that, but are you really looking to leave? Man, I can't leave here. This is, you know, I grew up here. This is what, this is all I know. I can't leave here. It's close to my job. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I always look at that like, man, as much dedication and loyalty we give to our jobs, our jobs don't give that back to us. I'm just saying. So I can't leave, man, because I'm like 20 minutes away from my job. Easy. 15 minutes, 10 minutes away. 
but you're not in a good neighborhood. The neighborhood you were in was good, but now it started turning a little bit bleak. The mindset you still have. You're in a holding position in your mindset. You still move the same and act the same way due to your mindset. Everything goes bad. Everything is, you're an alarmist. Everything is going to go rough. Every single thing. But then here's a question you still wonder, man, why is nothing really working out? Because your mindset is still in a holding pattern. You still telling people you're going to open that business? Six years, you still telling them that? You haven't made a move. You haven't even you haven't even gotten a name or anything like that. Or some of you, that's all you got is just a name. But other than that, you ain't do nothing else with it. But you're bragging about it, though. But you're in a holding pattern. You're in a holding pattern with some family members. Some family members, you got to say, yo, it's been real. We got to go. We got to cut ties. Well, I got to cut ties with you because I can't hold on with this any longer. Hey, you still rocking me? I'm still rocking with you. So when you get the clearance from air traffic control, are you going to land? When they say, flight, your name, you are cleared to land. You are cleared to land in peace. You are cleared to land in a new mindset. You are cleared to land in prosperity. You're clear to land in a new way of moving. You're clear to land to graduate. You're clear to land to launch your business. You are clear to land. You're cleared. Are you looking to land? But here's the one thing, folks. The one thing. I promise you a lot of you did not even think about this. Promise you this. That during the pattern when air traffic control tells that flight to circle... I'm going to need you to circle or AKA the holding pattern. Here's the one question an air traffic control person will ask them. How much fuel do you have? How much fuel you got? While you're in this holding pattern, how much fuel you have? How much fuel do you got while you're still in that holding pattern? Do you have over a quarter of a tank? Do you have half a tank? Do you have a quarter of a tank? Do you have less than a quarter left in your tank that you're in this holding pattern? Because if you got a quarter of a tank or less than a quarter, folks, you're going to crash out pretty soon. And you've been in the holding pattern for so long. Man, I don't know what to do. I don't know why I've been still in this same place for so long. Let me help you out, brother. Let me help you out, sis. You've been giving clearance to land for so long that... You didn't even notice it because you've been in that circling pattern, that holding pattern was far too long. You've been in the holding pattern of still blaming mom and dad. You still blame mom for things. You still blame your pop for not being there. You blame your mom for not supporting you. You still are in that holding pattern. You still in that holding pattern of not forgiving friends or for whatever it is that they did or said. I get it. There's some things that is hard to forgive. I get it. But there's some petty things, y'all, that you could forgive and let go. And I'm not saying, oh, I got to get back and rock with them again. I'm not even talking about that. That you can forgive and let go so you can find land in a whole different spot in your life. But you're still in the holding pattern. How long is that going to last? So I ask you, as the air traffic control here, how much fuel do you have? How much fuel do you have? That you're going to keep circling. 
You got to ask yourself that question. Are you at a full tank, 75%, half a tank, quarter, less than a quarter? If you're at half, don't worry. That that circling pattern, that's not going to last too long. If you're at a quarter, you're definitely not going to last too long. If you're less than a quarter, it's just a matter of time before you finally got red lights beeping off. And you're going to have to do an emergency landing. Now, here's what I say to you. Remember those three flights that were on the tarmac and they told Flight 321 that you were on to circle? If that pilot said, nah, you know what? Bump you, air traffic control. I'm going to land. Oh, you don't want to do that. Because, again, you're coming in with force. You're coming in at high speed. There's a lot of things that you got to make sure is right. And if that if that tarmac is not clear, you landing on any side of that tarmac, any part of that tarmac that is not clear for you, that's going to be a problem. You're going to cause more damage than you think. And actually, sometimes a holding pattern could be great for you. As I said, the, the co-pilot is there. They're checking on many things. Up, oh, the wings is looking wrong. Uh, the left wing ain't looking right. Hey, Captain, when we, uh, I see that you got the gears open. Yet yeah, this, the gear, yep, the gear, the front gear is not looking right. The nose gear is not looking right. The nose gear is not looking right. Oh man, that's not good. Co-pilot, partner, what, how much fuel do we have? We only have half, Captain. So the captain has to use calculations. How long can I circle in this air? So the air traffic control may give them. An emergency. Hey, listen, you're going to have to land at another airport. If you're landing here, you're going to have to land. Let's say you land in New York. And they say, yo, you can't land here at JFK or LaGuardia. Listen, go and land in Newark. Go and land in Pennsylvania. Go and land out there or land in Connecticut. Land land somewhere there. We got you covered. Some of you need to make an emergency landing. Sometimes you got to know when to say enough is enough. Sometimes you got to know when to say, you know what? I'm done. I ain't going to last too long, but only you will know. So, some of you who took off on flight, congrats. Proud of you. You finally started something. Some of you who finally landed, hopefully you landed in something great. And those of you who are in the holding pattern, I will tell you this. Your holding pattern can actually sometimes be your blessing. Because you'll see how much fuel you have, what things are wrong with your plane. But the last thing you want to do is say, now nah, I'm ready to land. I'm ready to just land now and just be me. Your gears are not working. Your wings are not working. Your gauge levels are not working too properly. So you don't know if you're reading the real thing or if you're reading or you're getting a misreading. You don't know. I may need some of you to still circle. And there's some of you you need to land. In that circling, that holding pattern, it's going to be rough. It's going to suck and it can just be a little bit longer than you thought but this one was burning on my heart for a little while and i said this is something that i had to spit to you because i was dealing with it parts i'm still dealing with it but i had to just be honest and just bring that up to you and i know the frustration and you've taken off and you're excited and you're like all right when am i gonna find land in my destination i've been there and it just seems like, man, you just circling and circling and circling. Like, I'm ready. I'm ready to land. I, I, I did everything. I did all the courses. I did the requirements, all this stuff. I'm ready to land. And still, there's either two things. God is saying, nah, you ain't ready to land yet. Or you can land whenever you're ready, but you just don't want to. You don't want to land out of that attitude. You still want to stay in the holding pattern of that attitude. Same attitude, same nasty way. You're not ready to land out of it. Same boastful, same, same egotistical flight pattern. You ain't ready to land out of it. But you're going to have to sweat this out a little. You know what I'm going to say. You got to keep your towel. 
Good people, I know this was a little bit of a long one. Thank you for rocking and robbing with me as always. And please, as you go out into the world, do me a favor. Go ahead, like, and subscribe to this channel. Make sure you you like and you tell people about it. Please, that'd be great. And I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you to a lot of you. I said it to you before. I'm going to say it to you again. Thank you for making Keeping the Towel to be one of the top shows in several categories. I just thank you for that. And I'm going to continue to do my best to improve and get better. But I'm always open to your suggestions. So, yes. So, please, it's there. If you just check on, I think... the Check on one of the episodes is going to say this. Just please, I welcome your suggestions and your thoughts and opinions, all right? And with that, also check out the new IKeptMyTowel.com. It's all revamped. And so, yeah, so I just need you to also check that out and check out the Keeping the Towel merch. Get you a shirt, towel, bracelet, and you're going to be adding more stuff to that pretty soon. So please do that for me. And ladies and gentlemen, just want you to know that your round is officially over. Yeah, so like I always tell you, I told you last year, the year before, and the year before, and five years still going into this, I'm going to tell you again, wipe the blood, wipe the sweat, wipe the tears, but whatever you do, don't throw your towel. This is your man, Aunt Boogie. I'll check you when I check you. I'll see you when I see you. I am out of here. Later.